You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Feel good Friday. I'm Deontay. Welcome to The Day with Trey. Uh, we have a jam-packed show, and um, it is a feel-good Friday, but we have a call to action. Uh, so that's why you see me going through my phone and just because there's a call to action today. Four days ago, O'Shea Sibley was murdered in New York for voguing, voguing in the streets with his friends, Otis, for his birthday, only to be murdered by, well, primarily it was just, it was a hate crime. But it's more than just a hate crime. When we continue to, when we're talking about community members being murdered just for dancing or just being, it's one of the conversations in the Black diaspora in all of community that we have to continue to talk about. Uh, from what I read, at least close to 20 to 24 murders have happened uh, towards queer, trans, um, and non-binary folks in community. Well, I want to just give a special shout out to Kiki Ballroom um, and. Kiki Ballroom, and also Lavender Rights Project for creating this event today. We have an event, Call to Action. It's a ball memorial right there on 1500 Broadway. Throughout that space, we will be jamming and standing up, not just for O'Shea, but for other community members there. If you're a healing, healing doula, you need to be there. If you're a therapist, you need to be there. If you're a peer with some, with some um, navigation, you need to be there. Uh, we need to be there to make sure that we're supporting our community folks. I just talked to someone from Crisis Connection. They will be there because there is a call to action to show up for our community members. I was talking to O last night and um, he told me a story about his brother and how his brother primarily had to fight for his right to be respected. We, instead of fighting in this, we're not only going to just fight, we're going to stand. We need you to stand today. So please join us today at three, from three to six at 1500 Broadway. Please make sure that you also like and share the stream. We are here with the day with Trey, and we will be back with the guest after this break. What will it take to get two dozen powerfully passionate individuals to settle their differences as they hold the future of our nation in their hands? Direct from Broadway, this is 1776. August 2nd through 6th. Tickets available at fifthavenue.org. Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. Hey, guys. 
guys, Vesa Gordon here. Right now, I am with my exclusive fam. And in case you missed it, August is National Black Business Month. So, of course, Converge Media is going to uplift different black businesses across the Pacific Northwest. And we want for you to nominate your favorite by going to whereweconverge.com forward slash black business month. Again, that is whereweconverge.com forward slash black business month. And honestly, you never know. Girl, might pull up. Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. And welcome back, y'all, to The Day with Trey. If y'all haven't heard, my name is Deontay. So I had to take a quick break. Um, Remember to like, share, and stream. For Converge Media, we got... Did y'all watch Clapback Culture last night? Y'all need to watch it because it was so good last night. She tore it up, okay? That's just one of many shows that we have here. Uh, Heartbeat uh, with Cindy Bright and many more. So remember to like and share the stream. Now, we have a jam-packed show. Uh, We have Michelle Lang. And Coach T, my my family, right? They are here to talk to talk about the scene in South Park and give us a little bit more information. They've been open about a month, so we want to kind of catch up and see what's going on there. We have Gentleman Dro, also known as Alejandro Sneed. Sorry, I pronounced it wrong. Sorry, brother. He's going to get me. I'm so happy to have him here. He's an author. He's a poet. And he is a friend. And I just can't wait for him to not only just let us know about his book, but some of the things that he's working on in community. But before before we actually get into the show, um, this is Trey's show. This is the day with Trey. And one thing that she would get me for is if we did not talk about the Emoja Fest happening this weekend, okay? The Emoja Fest is uh, Saturday the 5th. And Sunday the 6th, right? So today, I have the wonderful Nasari here to give us some more information. What's up, girl? Hey, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited for the weekend. You ready for the weekend? Yeah. Now, how long have you been working with the Emoja Fest? Um, <clears throat> so my, my first memory with Omoja Festival was back in the day. I was a child. Uh, we would walk in the parade and carry our flag proudly, uh, country flag. Um, so that was that's my first experience and my first memory with the Moja Fest. And then um, at some point, I started working with Adefua Culture Center, and we did a collaboration. And that's how um, I ended up starting to do uh, volunteer work with the festival. So... And yeah. now you're doing big things. Yes. So now you got your own <laughs> stage, right? So I can do. you tell us about the stage? Um, yes. Yeah, so the Afrobeats and Culture stage, um, I curate the stage both days, Saturday and Sunday, um, booking, you know, artists locally and internationally, um, just doing amazing things. Um, so I'm excited for that. And yeah, we have a lot of amazing performers going on. We have the fashion show taking place, which is uh, the major part of the event is people look forward to the fashion show. So we're looking forward to bringing that 
So who are some of your performers that you have? I've just seen a plethora of lineups. I've seen Cher up on there. Who else do you have? Yes. So for the Afrobeats and Culture stage, we have um, JHP Legacy. It's our cultural group. So they're going to do, you know, a lot of drumming, dancing, um, fire tricks, whatever. Like, y'all, we bring in the heat. Um, so they're performing. We have Izzy Baba Mello all the way from Portland. Um, King Benzo, Dance Echo from Uganda, um, so many artists. Uh, Anthony Cole, he just finished performing at um, a Blast Fest that just happened um, last weekend. So Sam, he's a he's a, a dancer. Um, who else? There, there's a bunch. I can't name everybody, but and you've been doing, top. but you've been doing this for so long. Yes. Can you tell me, like, what is what does the Emoja Fest mean to you? Because I all every like I've literally watched your daughter grow up yes. at the Emoja Fest. Yes, so what does true. Emoja Fest mean to you? Um, to me, Emoja Fest is community. It's love. It's um friendships it's it's family because it's a family friendly festival um i say community it gives opportunities um like i said you know i was once a child walking in the parade and stuff and now i'm curating a whole stage so those are you know opportunities that i've been able to have and you know other people just um moving around maybe this year you're um coordinating something else and then next year you want to lead in a different way there's um opportunities for that and space for that so yeah it's a big community thing it's been going on for over over 60 years in the community so yeah. And you say grow like in literally like I met you through that space and yes. communities what mentioned this but some of communities mentioned in that space mm-hmm. and watched you just flourish and you also have your own yes org what do you do um so I'm the CEO of African Prince say, say it again you're the what CEO okay. <laughs> <laughs> of African Print Takeover um you know, we do cultural awareness fashion shows, um, you know, with an educational piece to that and event planning, um, curating like stories around fabrics and, you know, like the backdrops that I do with African prints, you know, just telling stories, giving people experiences to be able to, you know, to take photos and, and and just maybe wear the clothes or the pieces or prompts and stuff like that and just feel regal. Right. So, Okay, yes. so everybody's going to be seeing you this weekend, but you need to yes. also let people know where, where to see you at this weekend. So if you can look in the camera yes. and write this one right here and let All people right. know where to be at this weekend. Um. Yes, so this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, August 5th and 6th, Pull up on us for Moja Festival at Judkins Park. Um, we have the Soul Stage. Anthony Tibbs is curating that stage. Goapale is coming. He has a lot of amazing lineup as well. So come check us out. Look for Afrobeats and Culture Stage. We got a lot of amazing performances going on there. So yeah, look for us. Judkins Park, one to eight. 
1 to 8, the parade. Also, there's a parade going on. I believe that starts at 1 p.m. So, yes. We outside all weekend. We I'll outside all there. weekend. <laughs> yes. Well, I appreciate you for all you do. Thank and you. And you already know you got to come back because I need some prints, but we're going to have to oh, talk I about that Oh, I got you. Later. I need some shorts, so. I got so we'll that. talk about that during the <laughs> yes. break, okay? All right. Up next, we have the wonderful <laughs> Michelle Lang. You're watching The Day with Trey. And we are back with The Day with Trey. See, I'm sitting over here talking. When you start to talk to, to our next guest, you just start saying, hmm, yeah, I need, to, <laughs> I need to change my life. But in the meantime, I'm just so happy to have our next guest here. They need no introduction. They are like Converge family, the wonderful Michelle Lang. Hello. Is it morning? Good morning. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for that. And I'm just you. so proud of you. I love that. I mean, yes. I am so proud of you. Oh my God. The scene, the scene in South Park, just to come into that area. And it's been a I think it's a month. What next month? It's a month. The scene in South Park is a coffee cafe, a coffee and wine actually cafe. And yeah, we're just about a month old. Can I just pause before you get into all that? Yeah. Can I just say something? I'm going to try to say this in a short way. There's this, there's this psychological notion that we all have a board of directors in our head, right? And the board of directors are like the people that you sort of live your life for, whose opinions matter and who, who you kind of run your life through when you're doing stuff. And I've always thought that the people who were my kids um, were on my board, right? <laughs> I've always thought my biological, I don't have biological kids, but people who have, you know, who I've known their whole life or whatever, I've always thought of those people as like they're on my board. Like when I think about what I'm doing with my life and my time, my resource, my talent, my energy, I think about who does this matter to? And so just to start this conversation off with you <laughs> saying you're proud of me. I am. That means a lot because I've known you so much. I've known you for so many years. And just to know uh, that the work that you're doing in this world and this community has mattered to somebody um, that is on my board. Yes. Um, just means a lot. So thank you for well, you starting, know, I love starting you. my we day off like that. We ain't gonna cry. <laughs> We're not. Right. Not today, but I do appreciate it. I do. Because the work that you do. Yeah. Um, and it was like, not very many people go out there in South Park. Yeah. We don't see us in South Park. Yeah. So how has it been? Yeah, you know uh, what? We ended up, so we, me and my husband, Jay, we bought, a, we bought a coffee shop in South Park. And the way it happened was, it was previously owned by some friends of ours. But a, a, a third friend of ours, uh, of, of, of me, and my, me and my husband and, and the other couple, they're the ones that actually texted me and said, hey, you know, they're selling that coffee shop down in South Park. And I already own a theater up in White Center. And so in his mind, he doesn't live here. So in his mind, he was like White Center and South Park are like right next door. And relatively speaking, they are. So he was like, it's right down the street from, from your theater. And it's about community. It's about people. It's about serving. Um, and it's just a great opportunity for you guys. And it was honestly one of those situations where before somebody said something, you never thought about this a day in your life. But then after they said it, you couldn't stop thinking about it. It was, that, it was really kind of that thing. It was like, I had to go down there that day and just sit in the coffee shop and see how I felt, right? See yeah. how I felt about the, the cafe, the shop, see how I felt about the neighborhood, just the whole vibe. And so once I did that, I went to Jay and I was like, I really think this is something that we should, that we should really think about doing as an extension of what I'm already doing. So that's really how it happened. I love. And it happened fast. It, to the point where I came down there to visit. Monday, mm -hmm. and then I started just coming, coming mm -hmm. in between. Mm -hmm. um, it is it, customer service is, is a one. Yep. Let alone um, just the neighborhood. I think that when people come in there, it's like, oh, I feel home. Yeah. I feel like I can relax. Yeah. And so the thing about South Park. So for those who don't know, South Park is located. 
um, just a little off of East Marginal Way. So if you're going down like by the Boeing Museum of Flight, which is on East Marginal, um, just on the backside of the Boeing Museum of Flight is a little neighborhood called South Park. And it's not a place that uh, most of the time you are like passing through South Park to get to someplace else. And so it is a, it is a place that feels very homely um, because um, it's a place that you go to kind of chill for a little bit. Either you're passing through it or you go there specifically to chill. And so what we wanted to do was create a spot in South Park um, that felt like a place that you could hang out for a few hours. See, hang out, be known, be seen for a few hours. It relaxed. I think I got a yeah. little bit of work done. Mm -hmm. Wrote a couple paragraphs. Don't yeah. don't kill me off. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, and I, I do. You know, we have such an incredible staff team that when you come in there, one of one of their sort of um, uh, marching orders, I guess you could say, is to make sure people feel seen, that they are spoken to, that they're asked how you're doing. Um, so yeah, you can get there. And and you come there to work, but you actually are, you you actually find yourself in conversation with the people. So you might have to like go to a little corner so we can leave you alone. Yeah. But you're not gonna come to the scene in South Park and and us not reach out to you and greet you. I wanted the scene to feel like what it felt like with me growing up in Mississippi, where I walked into my grandma's house or my auntie's house, and there's just this joy that you exist and that you're there. And that's what I wanted the scene to feel like. I wanted people to walk in and feel that joy. Let's see, I love the coffee shop, mm -hmm. but I got a little tour upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So we've been blessed. So when we got the coffee shop, we also got this awesome opportunity um, to take over the lease of this South Park Hall. And the South Park Hall is a large, open, wide, warehouse-like event space that has its own energy and its own vibe. And so we're still introducing that space to the community. What did you think when you came? I thought the first thing that I thought, and Coach, uh, Coach <laughs> is going to laugh, he'll be up next, but I, and I told him this. I said, you know what? There needs to be like a gospel open mic here. I just felt it in my space. Oh. I said, there should be a gospel open mic. Yeah. Like there's open mics for different spaces, but I would love huh. to see a gospel open mic. There's okay. not gospel open mics. But right. uh, do you like that? that? Be, I you do like that? Like that. <laughs> I think I it would like be, that. I thought it would be cool. But at the same time, it, the space was so big. Yeah. Um, and I think it would just be great. So, you know, candidate forums, bar mitzvahs, birthdays. Yeah, you know? all that, all that. If people want to find out uh, about the places, it's just at southparkhall.com. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I do like that idea. I remember back in the day we used to go to concerts and there was like the organized part of the concert, but then there was just sort of the spontaneous moment of the concert that yeah. I think is kind of the open mic vibe that you're talking about. And, so, and we need more yeah, of that. We do. You know, Seattle is really um, expanding in terms of our offerings for entertainment and leisure and recreation. Um, but we still need a little bit more, you know, yeah. um, and so I hope our space becomes, you know, the new space for that. And, and speaking of spaces, yeah. I have to ask you this before I let you go. Can you tell us a little bit about Teen Summer Musical? Give oh us a little God, taste. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have to ask. Yeah, so um, so Teen Summer Musical is managed right now by Acts on Stage Theater, which I'm uh, one of the founders of. And um, we're excited. The show mounts August 18th through the 27th. 10 shows, I think. The shows will be at the Langston Hughes Performing Arts Center, though. This year's show is called Dream. It is written and directed by Isaiah Anderson Jr., uh, choreography by Mike Hodges, and music by Cedric Thomas. And it's just, you know, it stays in the tradition of Teen Summer Musical. It's about 40 kids, energetic songs, soulful songs, songs that are going to make you want to stand up and dance, and then songs that are going to make you want to just sit there and just have a moment. Uh, 
because uh, that's what we do. You know, and so you, you be having those songs where I got to dance, I got to buy buy the buy the music to, to play it at home. Right. You know, because you need to hear that again. You're like, wait a minute, that song had a message. I need to hear that again. And we got a couple of those songs in this show too. So thank you, you for bringing that uh, up. Uh, but because because hey, <laughs> yes, I'm here to promote this, but you're. You are a worldwide woman, <laughs> and people need to be able to Thank make you. sure that they know everything. So, can, if you could look into the camera yeah. and let people know how they could be able to support the scene at South Park and yeah. anything else. So, let me tell you about a couple of things. Like we've been talking about already, the scene in South Park is a new coffee cafe. It is black owned, black operated. Um, you're going to hear from our incredible general manager in just a moment. We're creating a, a vibe and a, and a feeling, not just a place for you to come get coffee, but a place for you to come have an experience. So please check out The Scene in South Park on Instagram or Facebook. And then you can also check out Axe on Stage because Axe on Stage is managing the Teen Summer Musical this summer. The Teen Summer Musical is a 27-year Seattle tradition of musical theater. Um, and it's just a great family-friendly time to come and be a part of something really positive. And lastly, if you are looking for an event space, please look up southparkhall.com. It is right next door to the scene in South Park. And it's a great place to have um, your open mics, your birthday parties, your wedding receptions, uh, your corporate meetings, or your corporate retreats. It's a great place to go. I appreciate Thank you, you so my sister. Much. Thank you, Michelle. You're awesome. You're doing a great job. Well, and I just want to encourage everybody in this space to make sure that you are going there okay that pasta is amazing <laughs> i had that pasta yeah. not only that pasta I, oh i actually had a coca-cola in a bottle i ain't had a coca-cola in a bottle okay. in a long time okay. yeah. but i do want to take a chance to actually talk to the general manager so i'm going to ask him to come up to coach where you at where you at brother he's somewhere up in here i'm gonna have him come in here real quick if y'all could switch real quick we're we gonna have him come in we're gonna switch us up switches out What's going on? What's up? All right. How are you? <laughs> it was like, a switch. Yeah, it was right, a it's a good switch. Yes. What's going on? I'm doing really good. How you doing? I'm doing really good. All now, right. Coach, can you tell us? Because you have jobs on jobs on jobs. Jobs on jobs on jobs. Yes. So, and now you're at the scene at South Park. I am. In that space, what is your position? And what 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 is it that brings you to to, to the scene? Um, honestly, so my position, I'm the general manager um, of the new Black-owned coffee shop, The Scene. Um, what really brings me there is community, friendship, love, family. Um, once um, Michelle called me and was like, yo, I need you. I'm like, all right, what's up? I'm pulling up because that's, that's just what I do. So, yeah, I pulled up and I'm very happy I did. I'm excited um, to bring, there's a, there's a coach energy in a brand, and I'm excited to incorporate that into the coffee shop, which is what Michelle said. Like, when somebody walk in, she wants them to feel like, that's my cousin, that's my uncle, that's my people. And so, even white people, I make them feel like that. And it's great to make, <laughs> it's great to make people okay. feel that way, you know, bringing in community, because anybody can have a coffee and a latte. That part. Okay. That part. That part. Anybody. So, what are some of your favorite things on the menu? You want to wait for that? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing is on the menu. Okay, we have a special called um, the French Vanilla Latte. It's amazing. It's vanilla, hazelnut, oat milk um, with sprinkles of brown sugar on the top. It's lit. 
See, Shout out to um, Jacob Palmer for coming up with that. You didn't make me that when I went. I know, because you were very indecisive, and I didn't have time. I was, and that's a fair, yes. fair statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but are y'all looking to also grow your crew? Or are y'all hiring? Yes. Um, yes, we are hiring. So please tap in. If you are looking for a job, if you are professional, um, reliable, dependable, you don't even have to have um, barista experience, because... That's what I do. I, I train you up. All right. Um, so, yes, please tap in. Where do they apply at? <laughs> oh, just email me. Okay. I could have said that. Look in the screen, yes. boy. And all right. <laughs> apply. Email me. Um, coach at the scene dot in South Park dot com at Gmail. <laughs> Look, look, we gonna we gonna have him do it one more time because I want him to make sure he still get paid. Now you do it, do it okay, again. If you want to apply, um, reach out to me on Instagram at Coach Gigs, <laughs> K O A C H G I G G Z. You can find me on all platforms. Hit me up, I got you, and then I'll give you the rest of the way to go about it. <laughs> and I know I had asked Michelle about Teen Summer Musical, but I want to ask you too. You you are have been creating all these different events and you have an event going on tonight, correct? Uh, correct, yes. Um, so FYI, Still Lit um, came about. I've been doing it for over a year now and it came about because I just wanted to continue to create space for black and brown queer people, you know what I'm saying, for us to just do our thing. Um, so a year later, uh, it's at Julia's on Broadway. There's a huge ball put on by Julian um, that's tomorrow. So a lot of people are flying into town tonight. So I was like, yo, okay, let's create a space for the out-of-towners to see, you know, how us Black people in Seattle, where everybody says, Seattle got Black people? Yes, we do. And we are lit all in through. So yes, pull up tonight um, at Julia's on Broadway. Doors at 10 o'clock. And, you know, just party, celebrate, and love on each other as Black people. And I love you, and I'm Thank just you. so proud of you, you too. the work that you do. Thank you. You keep on staying relentless. I have watched you curate things from your house to then now being in into the spaces of where you're at. Yes. And then people usually want people like you to slow down, and usually it's because they can't keep up. So I thank you for Can what you, you do. Up? Baby boy, when I lose my breath. Hey. Okay, yeah. Okay, I can't do that. This okay. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming. Of and course. I appreciate thank you for having us. Me and Michelle, the scene, um, acts, links, <laughs> acts on stage, Teen Summer Musical, all the places and spaces. And thank you for doing what you do for the whole community. Oh, I appreciate yes. you. On that note, we will take one more break and we will back be back with Alejandro Seed. You're watching the day. Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. And we're back with the day with Trey. Um, this Feel Good Friday would not be complete without my brother here. I'm so happy to have him here. Alejandro, brother, how you doing? I'm doing well. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I am so... I, I met you at a poetry event. Yes, sir. But you... I didn't, I didn't even know that you were an author, and let alone 
a comedian in between. <laughs> yeah, okay. So but, uh, let's talk about it. So when it comes to the whole, the author part, let's start off with the, with the real thing. So okay. this is my first book. It came out this year in February. I was working really, really hard to make it happen. It's, um, I got published from this company in Pittsburgh. I've only really been writing for like two or three years. So it was something that really came kind of suddenly. And it was a, it was a hard battle really to even get the book made. And as much as it's not everything I wanted to be, I'm super proud of it. And why is it called the gentleman's notebook? So this is what the name derived from the place of thinking of like, you know, a notebook is for me, a notebook is a place for creative expression, a place for imagination, a place for constant growing and constant flowing of whatever you, you can have in your mind to come out on paper. And that's what the gentleman's notebook is. It, the gentleman's notebook is, is it's my first rendition of my poetic journey. It's the beginning to what I hope every other book can grow to be more of. So it's like the first 12 poems I was ever able to really create and be proud of and create art for. And that's, that's the meaning of this book. And how long have you been doing poetry around the city? I've been doing poetry around the city for probably about, I want to say since about June, real like into it, like doing events. Oh, and really? Because I could have sworn you've done it longer. Than well, that, I've man. been doing so I've been doing a lot of open mics for a couple months now, probably since I want to say like March, February time, actually, since trying to get this book out. So, yeah, it's been it's just been a grow, a growing an ever growingness of confidence and trying to make sure that my poetry is nice and that my cadence is nice and that everything comes together to create Gentleman Drow, the okay. person that I'm trying to be. Right. I know that's right. So Gentleman Drow, what made you come up with that name? Gentleman Drow. So the idea of the gentleman is the idea of the gentleman's code. And when I think of the gentleman's code, I think of a man who goes out of his way to make sure he's respectful to everybody goes out of his way to make sure everybody feels heard, goes out of his way to make sure everybody is felt, make sure, like, just personable in a way, you know what I'm saying? Because whenever you think of a gentleman, you think of someone who opens up doors, you think of someone who's opened up cars, you think of someone who's respectful, and that's the type of vibe I want to get off, I want to give off as a person. Yeah. And, like, that type of personality comes out in my poetry, but then there's also two sides to the gentleman. I like yeah, I've heard some of those. I've heard the other sides. We won't be talking about this family show. To, you know so, <laughs> could you give us one of your poems? I would love to. Um, so, a poem that I have that I really love that I thoroughly enjoy is called "Mother May I." Uh -huh. It was the first one of the one of the first poems I ever made, and it was from my mom. Uh huh. Actually, in oh, this is my poem. I like this one. Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite poems, and I would love to read it for you. So. Go ahead. Mama is why I shout around and about the house. Son responded back as I had no doubts. That's the queen of this very house. Smile gleams like flashlight beams when she see me now. Mother, may I say? Mother, may I inform you? You're my hero. Ugh. I can't hear you. It's okay. You keep on going, brother. That's what we do. All right, so... Mama is why I shout around and about the house. Son responded back as I had no doubts. That's the queen of this very house. Smile gleams like flashlight beams when she see me now. Mother, may I inform you? You're my favorite person. There's no tie, dude. I lucked out getting a mama as great as you. Good and bad, happy and sad, through thick and thin, time again and again. Amazement is why I feel when I'm in your direction. Mother, may I say, you're my hero every day, in every way. I took Superman's S off his chest to boast and toast the true symbol of eternal hope. Love so unprovoked, 
continuous as Niagara's flow, everlasting like trees that grow, yet never changing as the seasons go. Mother, may I tell you this? You're a constant inspiration I strive to hit. Dedication with determination, even when depleted, never been defeated. Diction so smart, her professional anger is a work of art. No curse words needed to make you look a farce. Mother, may I say, I cry knowing you'll have to leave someday. My heart broken to pieces to ever think March 25th could be a day so egregious. To celebrate instead of, to remember instead of celebrate brings tears so seamless. An ode to the best, a mama who truly deserves the shiny bends to fit the rest. You're the inspiration, the reason I can handle any worldly test. I love you, mama. Okay. Yeah, that that's, my little, that's my little rendition to her. That is my, that's my goat. That's my goat, man. So you, you wrote that about your mom? I wrote that about my mom. And you dedicate your book to your mom? I dedicate, right? that poem is definitely dedicated to my mom. The book itself is a... Um, I would like to think of the book of itself as a dedication to a growth that I had to endure living by myself at 23 years old and going through the childhood I went through. It was really hard for me to express my feelings and mm -hmm. like get a lot of stuff out and being alone helped me really see myself through a different lens and get yeah. to really hear my thoughts and put them on paper. Well, I, I just love when you come into a room, especially when, during our open mics and different community events, because it's just such a light. Um, can you talk to us about your experience like at Inside? Oh man, Inside. Inside is one of my, uh, a space inside out here in Seattle. I don't exactly know the address, I ain't gonna lie to you. But it's on 4th. On 4th, it's, um, it's one of my favorite places to go. They've, they haven't just, when I went to Inside for my first time, I was so shook. I wasn't dressed the part, I was kind of, had my little braids or whatever, had a sweater on. I was really chill. Everybody was dressed real nice. And I just went in there trying to look at people and give my two cents and talk as I was. And it was a wonderful time. And I, I will never forget how they just kind of brought me into and it. And we appreciate you so much. And I know that we'll be seeing you at all your events that you have coming up. So what are your events that you got coming up? Um, I guess an event that I have coming up is the there's this BLM event called the it's i think it's 90s night poetry night okay. out there in tacoma okay and, and that's on the 25th so and I'm then not, we'll be seeing you this weekend at, you know at the right. Fest. you're right you're right actually <laughs> i just i just got invited to that pretty recently but yeah i definitely will be trying to attend that and see what i can do to perform there okay That'd well definitely do me a favor brother look into that camera and let community know where they can find you all right, then. So my name is Alejandro, a.k.a. Gentleman Drove. So that's my first. And then my Instagram is going to be gentleman underscore Drove. Again, that is gentleman as in gentle, M-E-N underscore D-R-O. That's going to be my handle. You can find me there. From there, you can find my link tree. And my link tree will take you to my book where you can get it. It's only $16 for a tangible copy. And then it's $11 if you want it for an ebook. Check me out, man. I got some poems. One of my favorite poems in there is Melanin Poppin, and it's for all the black women. It's for all black women. Well, you're going to have to come back and perform that for me, brother, but I, I appreciate you. you. I appreciate and you, And I too. appreciate all my guests that we've had. Keep in mind, y'all, we're about to be at, uh, me and O are going to be at uh, 1500 Broadway today at 3 o'clock, so you can join us there. Emoja Fest this weekend. Uh, Converge will be all over the place, so make sure you're looking for us. Thank all my guests for coming this 
this um, this week, everybody. I want to thank Eric. I want to thank Curtis because y'all been so helpful. Um, and Trey, thank you so much for allowing me to step into this space. It's been great, girl. You got some big shoes to fill. I can't feel them, but I'm just happy to be here <laughs> during these couple of minutes that I'm here. And don't forget y'all to make sure you like and share the stream of Converge Media and what we got going on. Until next week, you've been watching The Day. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.